Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Family Mission Podcast. Glad you're here. That's right. Glad you hit that play button and you're joining us at the table today for a little conversation. That's right. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. And let's just see what God has in store for us all. Amen. Amen. We're going to dig into the book of Ephesians, a little portion of scripture where there's, I think, some real practical stuff that uh, not only is theologically just solid and powerful, but it's just real practical stuff, you know, treating people right. You know, (laughs) practicality, as you know, if you've listened to these before, we enjoy practicality because like James says, faith without works is dead. That's right. So just as much as we might theologically or even in our mind understand things, it's about understanding it completely Mm -hmm. in our hearts. I was reading, uh, it's Isaiah, I think it's 47, he talks about how your knowledge and wisdom had actually perverted and deceived you. In other words, your your study of the natural knowledge, the Mm -hmm. natural way of viewing even scripture has actually created within you you know a perverted view mm-hmm. and you can't even you can't even live the way that god actually wants you to live and well that... there are basics mm-hmm. and there's basic ancient landmarks that are pillars of the word of god that's right and they're simple and they're truth mm-hmm. and they don't change that's right and so let's jump into ephesians 4 today um we're going to kind of get into this passage not sure how far we'll get in just today's conversation we may pick this up again next week but we're going to begin in about verse 23 uh if you just want to kind of highlight this section if you got a bible open 23 to the end of the chapter we're going to trace vinti trace is that that how you say in spanish (laughs) vinti trace yes i'm trying to think how to say it in french now probably is it von I don't know. Maybe not. We'll find out what that is. You guys can Google it. You got Google. We're going to start in verse 23 and get into this. Who wants to read it first? Well. Everybody? everybody, You can't see the hand signals, but we're all kind of like, like, we're like, (laughs) (laughs) I think Dan's going to read it. I'm going to read it. Read it. So 23 to, Mm -hmm. let's go 23 to 25. Yeah. Okay. see what that. And constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude, and put on the new nature, the regenerate self created in God's image, godlike in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, rejecting all falsity and being done now with it, let everyone express the truth with his neighbor, for we are all parts of one body and members one of another. That's right. So that's a beautiful picture of family members one of another of course this is talking about the body of christ which is a family that's right right. and so this is a great kind of overlay for even the natural family what's the the voice say it says to take a fresh breath and to let god renew your attitude and spirit then you are ready to put on your new self modeled after the very likeness of god Truthful, righteous, and holy. It's good. And verse 25 says, So put away your lies and speak the truth to one another, 
because we are all part of one another. So I think two words that really stand out to me, both in the Amplified and the Voice, both talked about attitude, Mm -hmm. and then it breaks down into let's not be false, let's be genuine, let's not lie. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that's an important thing. We're talking about the culture of a home. You know, last week we talked about the garden of our home and how important it is, you know, the garden of our heart even, how important it is to make sure that, you know, attitude is always staying in check. Yes. You know, um, well, I think even to the attitudes connected to, if you go back even a further verse, 22 says, put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. Right. Oh, a lot of times an attitude problem is a desire problem. Yeah. You know, it's a, you know, your attitude is a way to, you're standing up for the desire or your pleasure, your, what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, I want this. This is my desire. This is my feeling. You know, that kind of thing um, is important to you know come against yeah you know that 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 attitude problem again they're one (laughs) and the same those desire the attitude they they feed each other yeah because when you're desiring something or when your attitude is based off of what you're desiring their the other person's reaction to be what what you want them to you know if you want Mm -hmm. them to be for you so you your attitude would be a very positive Mm -hmm. you know Something that people could agree with, but if you're trying to get them to disagree, you'd be, you know, making things look like they're not in a good light, even <laughs> though, you know, there's other sides and perspectives that you can be looking at. So That's Dan's true. talking about your your perception mm-hmm. yeah. and your your um, what do you call it? Your expectations. Yes, right. those desires that are expectations that are not rooted in truth, because mm-hmm. there is godly expectations in Scripture, but man's desires and expectations is what we're specifically talking about, and only the word. Mm-hmm. Bible says can discern between spirit and soul, so it's important that we realize the word's going to help us That's right. in those right. things in our home. That's right, absolutely. And so the you know you've probably seen the famous quote: "Your attitude will determine your altitude." <laughs> you know, <laughs> and how you know our attitude and like Dan brought out our perspective and perception of a situation. It's really going to determine how you know what the culture of our home is like, what the culture of our marriage is like, what the culture of our conversation is like and what it gets into a little bit later in fact i'm going to go ahead and kind of dive down into the next few verses because again we're we're breaking this up a little bit but it's all one passage and so when it talks about in verse 25 so discard um i'm reading the passion so discard every form of dishonesty and lying so that you'll be known as one who always speaks the truth for we all belong to one another don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin don't let anger control you or fuel revenge, Ooh. not even for a day. Don't give a slanderous accuser, the devil, the opportunity to manipulate you. Oh, come on. So that's where it all leads. <laughs> <laughs> and we're wanting to certainly close the door on the enemy. Yes. And notice how I like how the passion calls the enemy the accuser. And so that's one of the ways we know that we're playing into his hand oh, come is on. when we're a voice of accusation. Well, oh. because who is the ultimate accuser of the brethren? That's the devil. And so if we're yielding accusation and, you know, just waylaying people with accusation, who are we yielding to? Yeah. I think it's important even on social media. Again, back oh. to the practicality of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy on social media to point out a fault. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to, you know, disagree, and it's even encouraged. 
You know, there's even channels and things that are they're monetized based off of their accusation ability. You know, mm-hmm. how good are you at roasting somebody? How mm-hmm. good are you at, you know, correcting every problem that you see? You know, you become like judge and jury. There's only one judge. Mm-hmm. His name's Jesus at the end of everyone's life. They're not going to stand before me. And it's what's given birth to what's commonly known as cancel culture. Yes. Oh, I boy. mean, that's that's totally... A, a flow of accusation. And, and so let's back up now. I mean, obviously, we all know that's wrong. We all know it's it's not good for our society. It's not good for our home. But then what is the issue? What is a healthy way then to, to deal with our conflict? Yeah, deal with our conflict, <laughs> deal with our <laughs> oh, disagreements. That's good. Because that's the issue of what we're dealing with. You know, community has disagreements. Uh, a nation has disagreements. A home has disagreements. A marriage has disagreements. But there has to be a healthy plan to work through those disagreements without just getting into name calling, mud slinging, <laughs> shots fired over the bow, you know, on and on it goes. Loaded pistols <laughs> ready <laughs> to fire. Exactly. Road session. <laughs> I think it's good. This is something, I know there's something that the Lord really gave us. And we've talked about it before, I think, on the podcast. If you've listened to like every episode, you probably will recognize this story. But I know whenever you guys were both younger, you. We established in the home, there was like a room, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was um, the room that we used. We had Christmas in that room. It was like a formal living room. Yes, it was. But the it, formal was living it was room. the formal, like it had the fancy couches. I called and it stuff. the museum room. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> Everything was just perfect in that room. <laughs> So you could have imperfect conversation in it. <laughs> exactly. That wasn't a room where we, it wasn't a safe, when I say safe room, it wasn't a room where you were relaxed in. Yeah. I think it's too, even in the house, that there's a like a formal space. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes we can say, well, this home's, you know, we just live in this home and that's true. But there's also spaces that are to be kept. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it's like there's a holy of holies. There's a there's a space. It's a sacred that's like, room. This is just the room that you don't <laughs> you don't just throw anything around. And I mean, and I'm not saying that every home has to have that, but I do encourage you because it you come into a room that's super clean. Well, you have a different it, mindset. Well, let's just say this: <laughs> it was a set apart room. It exactly. was a set apart room, but it was only set apart because it you know we had the availability in our home to have that. Um, and actually, the two homes that we we had in Kansas that we had both of those had areas, and they were. Um, it was also a, a place that you could go and just sit and have peace mm-hmm. in that room. It was quiet time. Quiet time. It wasn't. It wasn't a real active part of the house. It wasn't like the living room or the no kitchen. No TVs in the room, there were, no radios. There were no yeah. TVs and there were no radios in that room. It was like I mean, a sitting room yeah. or a quiet study room. And so um, back to that, we did establish what we called the safe place. And even um, you may say, well, we don't have the availability of this. Well, I'm going to tell you something. We did it even in all of our travels. We still have a place, even in our travels. Mm -hmm. We will designate a place that if someone in the house, in any of the relationships, needs to completely share a a, a feeling, a, a situation, if they need to share something from their heart in a non um. It, it, the way that we set it up, um, let me back up a little bit because I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like it's not something that it it wasn't. Um, it was a place that we could go to. We could say to anyone in the house, for instance, Mark and I, I could say to him, 
hey, honey, I, I need to just meet you in the safe place. That was his clue. That was his warning. That was his forewarning. Kim needs to sit down and share a really emotional something she wants to share. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to be vulnerable with me, mm-hmm. and she's going to be open with me. And so my response is to be a listener. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm to position myself because communication is 80% listening. Come on. And so we developed this. We developed it with, you know, maritally. We developed it with the boys. We developed it for them to have communication with one another. It was just a place that we could be open and honest, allow what we wanted to speak to come out and be heard mm-hmm. with no repercussions mm-hmm. or rebuttal or rebuttal. There was no defending. If yeah. someone was bringing something up that they maybe even notice, say, Hey, this is something I see you doing. This is either hurting me, frustrating me, or even those feelings. It was a way to bring that up without the other person having to be on in defense mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They weren't like, on guard. Yeah. They weren't being attacked. Now they might bring something that might be again, a conflict of like, you know, I don't agree with this or this is hurting or this is, I feel this way about it, but it wasn't brought up in a way where it was like butting of heads. It was, you know, if you were being talked to, you were listening and you weren't defend. If it was about you, it wasn't a time to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a time to say, well, I didn't do that or I didn't make, you know, it was a time. Or to I didn't re- mean that you, I yeah. didn't mean that. It wasn't my, this yeah. was a place where, again, like Kim said, this is a place to be heard. The whole objective was to listen and to have a safe place to share your feelings, what what emotions you have, what what you're dealing with, good, struggling bad, with. Bad, ugly, right, wrong. Yeah, it yeah. could be I good. Mean, it could be something really, really good as yeah, well. Yeah, it wasn't just bad things. It could have been. It could, you know, it could have been the Lord is showing me this, and and I'm rejoicing, and I'm seeing victory in this. Or, I mean, it it wasn't all bad, but it was a place that um, there was freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. And the other person who was being asked to go to that area, they were they put on their listening ears. That's right. And it and then it it wasn't and it was really kind of cool how it developed because there were times that conversations went on in that spot for several days because it, someone shared, they were heard. It gave the other person an opportunity to pray and ask yeah. Holy Spirit, you know, you know how, how what they heard, you know, help me understand, help me see this, help me um, walk, you know, whatever it was. And then they could then say after mm-hmm. there had been a time, they could then say, hey, I need to meet you. Will you meet mm-hmm. me in the safe place? And so it gave... Um, safe communication exactly and good discourse and this is that verse we we read this verse verse 20 25 says therefore put away all falsehood see this was putting away that false mm-hmm. self-righteous falsehood mm-hmm. that we all have to work through and let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor yeah i mean know in the home we are the closest neighbors yeah. we are. you know speak with the neighbor for we are members one of another we're one family mm-hmm. so this is kind of an outer working of that verse of how do you speak mm-hmm. with your neighbors what if there's a, a place that's established you know it's like when we visit the lord you have a secret place with the lord mm-hmm. you know you you can talk to the lord at any moment you know he's always there praying without ceasing but sometimes you get in that secret place 
where he really ministers to you and you really can minister to him. It's the same kind of dynamic, Mm -hmm. but one to another. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, we have um, (laughs) run out of time. We've made it So (laughs) we will definitely be picking this conversation up again in another podcast. So look for that. But we... Mm -hmm. We definitely want to just leave you with this. There are keys to communication mm-hmm. and there's keys to walking um, just in the word of God and the truth and the light. And it, like Mark said, we looked at these verses. We just kind of touched them. Um, allow Holy Spirit to take what we touched on mm-hmm. the seed that we planted today and give you just more revelation and more understanding of truths that will continue to um, set your family free. That's right. And be encouraged. This all takes practice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So don't, you know, this is something that takes a lifetime of commitment and practice. And so just enjoy the journey of learning to communicate better and sharpen your communication skills. That's right. We love you guys. We'll see you next time on Family Mission.